Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast where we look. What do we do? We look back. <laughs> we look back on the great glam and garish of Eurovision history. My name is Isabel Chilman, and I'm joined as ever by a boy who's just so magical, so wonderful. You know, sometimes I say to myself, maybe he's born with it. Or maybe it's quarantine. It's Roland Bodnam. <laughs> That's a good one. Hi, everyone. Hi, Isabel. How you doing? I just like had a complete mind blank about Ooh. what the podcast was. <laughs> this, 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 th- we say that phrase every week. Every, every week, yeah. To be fair, we are looking kind of into an alternate universe this, this, the last two weeks. So we're almost looking like, I don't know, what, sideways through a porthole at the potential uh, yeah, outwards. maybe we should uh, change the opener. <laughs> this is a podcast where we look into another dimension of Eurovision. <laughs> the, where quarantine never happened. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, mate? All right. Have you recovered from our bumper? It was actually two hours of recording, but an hour and four. <laughs> minute episode last week yeah it was loads of fun i had a great time it was great yeah it was great it was good 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 fun and we're we're gonna do another one this week which is uh (laughs) we had a nice nice review from our mate um stephen cass eurovision bookie just three words pod is terrific Thanks, oh, so, so you need short, sweet, simple, done. Uh, a simple review, but very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening to last week's, and uh, we are going to do it again. And also in this week's episode, uh, we're going to reveal who we think is going to win, which is very exciting. Yes. Of both semi-finals, we're going to um, get a winner. Um, and remember, from there, you can't prove us wrong. Oh, no, so we are. We are correct. Correct. We are correct with anything we say. Uh, are you drinking anything, mate? Have you got anything uh, in line on in lined up for <laughs> to get you through? Yes, look at this fancy. It's a um, it's a well. I w- I was going to say it's a one portion, but it's not because it's massive. Mm, yeah, but it's it's you know like the cans of GNT, which are delicious, and I am in no way snobby. I drink them literally daily so <laughs> i love them to pieces but this sits alongside them in the fridges wow. but it's not a can it's a bottle and it's massive but not a proper massive one of pre-mixed tanqueray gin and tonic oh it's she like fancy. Is it, a pint? it kind of looks like a pint of gin and tonic it does it's 275 <laughs> milliliters what's that a who pint? knows what that is i don't know uh, let's let's say so it's uh, a pint good, of gin <laughs> I am drinking a lovely because the weather is quite nice today. I'm drinking a lovely rosé from Long Island, America, New York. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think it'll be quite nice. It's it looks nice. Uh, so I'm going to try it. It's a it's a it's a. We're both going to crack because we both got twist offs. You ready? Yeah. Let's do it now. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Let's synchronize. Oh, I might split that into two different ears on the actual, <laughs> if I've got time, and see what happens. Well, that sounds lovely. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Chin chin. Um, anyway, we because last week's episode was uh, a, such a bumper episode, we're going to go straight in this week, aren't we, Isabel? Um, and we're going to go, as we did last week, entry by entry in the order that they are in semi-final two. Uh, plus uh, three of the big five plus one and we're saving them till the end yes um one thing to point out is that this semi-final features one more entry than the first semi-final making it that 
much harder to qualify if you were placed in the second semi. Does it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> Apparently it wasn't that hard for Isabel to cut that extra one off. <laughs> no, oh my God, it was not. It was not. I actually had to go through and re-choose one to put through into my to top To put 10. back in. If you yeah. had it your way, you would have put nine through because... <laughs> I'd have put in less than nine. I'd have cut wow. most of them. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think this one, this uh, semi was more about quality than quantity? So there were some very, very good ones. Or do you think last mm. semi-final was just very, very good all, all round? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed this semi-final as a group less oh. than I enjoyed the first semi-final group. Yeah, I feel that way. I feel that way. I think in my head. But I don't trust my own thoughts sometimes. So, <laughs> Okay. Well, this will be interesting to see. All right, then, Isabel. Let's uh, kick off. And the first act on, on semi-final tonight uh, is Austria with the singer Vincent Bueno and the song Alive. Now, uh, Vincent himself isn't that interesting. He's... Uh, <laughs> What an opening line for someone. Well, he's kind of interesting. He's an Austrian-Filipino singer. He's based in, in apparently both Austria and the Philippines. He can speak German, English, and conversational Tagalog, uh, which is a language spoken by a quarter of all Filipinos. Uh, by, By age 11, he could play four instruments, which were piano, drums, guitar, and bass guitar, which I... Pretentious. No, precocious. I got the wrong word. <laughs> uh, precocious, yeah. Well, maybe he's pretentious as well. Um, and later, um, he graduated in uh, music and performing arts at the Vienna Conservatory of Music. Now, before I listened to this, everything about Vincent was making me think that this would be kind of just like a nice, like, power ballady, stringy number. But... I was pleasantly surprised. So, should we take a quick listen as he's the first on? Should we take a quick listen to Vincent Bueno's Alive? Sure. Isabel, if a man has a funky bass line and can dance, then I am fully on board. Ah. And Hunky Vincent definitely has both, so that's all I need. Uh, Isabel, what are your thoughts on First On On The Night, Vincent Bueno with the song Alive? Fun song to kick off the evening with. And lovely to see some Filipino representation at the contest. Not not very often does that happen. No. My, I don't know about the song. It's It's all right. It's fun. It's not up there with the other sexy boys who can dance and sing that have come in contests past. And at the video, he looks a bit bored by his own performance. He's not I very I think engaging. that's because he's cool. No. He's cool, but then that's cool, <laughs> cool rubbish. Cool. Being cool is rubbish. Yeah, he's too cool, if that's the case. He doesn't look very enthused by himself. Whereas if you watch a, a Mans or a Robin Bengston, as I'm sure are the ones that you're thinking of right now and daily. <laughs> um, All the time. Vincent 
like they have fun they're having fun they're they're emotional when they're performing in whatever sense that is whereas vincent's just a bit uh dead behind the eyes which i found quite boring the shuka shuka a bit oh i love that line <laughs> of course if that can if that could be required to be in every year original song just chicka, chicka, chicka. <laughs> there's quite a lot of fun noises or bits yeah, that you can make yeah. along with in in um semi-final two actually um, there's a few things that i've pulled out that's just bits where they clearly want people in the audience to do it shuka, shuka, um i think i agree with you about the song it's like it's good it's not mind-blowing i think it's interesting because he's clearly a very good dancer and actually like it's quite tricky to get both you know he's a good singer a good dancer and it means that the hello right here it's a good it's difficult to get both i'm great at singing and dancing mate but you are very unique isabel in that you know You are I'm a quadruple a threat. I just don't know what the other two are yet. <laughs> Still working it out. Yeah. Um, but I think that he might be he might put on a good show, you know, a Justin Timberlake-esque uh, you know, dancey singing number. Mm. Uh, so I think he, I think he'll do quite well on the night itself. I, I think he will qualify. Um, I think he'll qualify, but I don't think he'd do that well. Interesting. Well, he is returning in 2021. Um, Hopefully I'll have learned how to smile by then. <laughs> Crack a smile for us, toots. Come on, Vincent. <laughs> um, I've put him finishing in ninth place, mate. No, lower, <laughs> lower. You know, but you know me, you know that I'm, I'm always going to get lured in like a sailor to mermaid when it man. comes to those, <laughs> to those fancy I'm dancing men. Fancy men. men. Um, no, lower than that. He'd get through, um, but no, I don't. I don't think maybe fifteenth, sixteenth. Okay, all right, yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I think I will always give like a handicap of plus five to I any. You were going to say pop. something else then? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, like a golf handicap to anyone who. Uh, You'd give a handy uh, to oh, anyone handy. like that. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, why not? Uh, okay, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, and we are moving to number two of the night, which is the Czech Republic and Benny Cristo with the song Kemama. Now, Benny, on the other hand, has quite the resume. And before he started singing, Benny was a competitive athlete taking part in both tennis and snowboarding professionally. That's cool. In two th- yeah, Those yeah, two that's things cool. combined is cool. Yeah, so Vincent, take note, okay? Just not smiling <laughs> is not cool. Isn't cool. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Snowboarding sure. and playing tennis is cool. Yeah. In 2006, he placed first in the Czech Cup Series 4x4 for snowboarding. And even after he launched his music career, he took up jiu-jitsu and has been competing in the martial art globally ever since. In 2016, he participated in the Asian Championship and placed third in the medium heavy white belt category. So clearly he's up for competition. And if it kicks off in the green room, I know who I would be running to. Um, He's also an animal rights activist and lends his skills to multiple causes, including animal welfare, internet safety campaigns and plastic bottle recycling schemes. Where does he find the time? Actually, it's a bit annoying now. Do gooder. Do gooder. He's, he's doing good, though. Have a break, mate. Chill out for a bit. Vincent can show you how to calm down. <laughs> Let's listen to Benny Christo's Kemama. Kemama, you know, in this concrete jungle, it was not easy to grow up. Nah, nah, nah. But every time they push me down, 
put my heart on the stove Let y'all feel the heat You be playing with the fire if you dance with me I wasn't always like that I wasn't born like that I just work like that 24-7 Game my, game my, game my mind up That was Benny Cristo with the song Care Mama. Isabel, give me your thoughts. So, the Czech Republic have a very scattered history in the contest. Right, so they they failed to make it through to the final five out of the eight times they've competed. And because they withdrew from the contest between 2010 and 2015 as well. And in the last couple of years, they've upped their game. So in 2018, they had Mikolas Joseph with Lie to Me, which was their highest entry to date in sixth place. Personally, I found the song unbearable, as you all know. <laughs> then the next year, so last year, they had the unblinkable Lake Malawi with <laughs> friend of a friend of a friend, which was a bop and a half yeah, we loved that one, didn't we? Loved it, loved it. Slightly odd, slightly odd. We whatever, but it, it was it was a great song. It we was great fun. It. We yeah. did enjoy it very yeah. much. This year again, they have kept up with the quality mm. of song that they're putting mm-hmm. forward. It's really exciting yeah. to see a, a country really transform the entries that they're putting forward and and keep that standard up. Like whatever I think about Nicholas um, and Lie to Me. That song deserved to do well at Eurovision. Like I understand yeah, why it true. did well at Eurovision. So like I'm really impressed with this year's entry and they've gone somewhere a bit different for them as well, which is really interesting. I, however, Mm-mm. I don't think this would get through the semifinals. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think it's Eurovision enough for the audience. I don't think, I think like, you know, we talked last episode about the fact that this year has seen a much broader range in diversity um, from the entries that have been put forward, which is fantastic. However, you cannot erase a whole history of people being used to listening to White pop. white pop, white ballads, mm. white indie rock occasionally, and it'll do badly, mm. you know? <laughs> that that can't be removed from the audience's minds. And I think this, however much of a fun song it is, and I'm into it, this went straight on my Eurovision playlist. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it would get through the semis. I think, I think people are um, innately racist. <laughs> Let's just say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But you know, but that's what it is. It's not, you know, it's 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 it, that's what it is. I'm not saying that people are being racist. They are not going to vote because it's a black person. Of course, some people would do that. But I yeah. think it's just an inbuilt feeling of this is not Eurovision enough. It's not pop enough. It's not camp enough. This it's isn't not, my type of this music. Is, yeah, exactly. This isn't what I am used to at Eurovision, and so I'm not going to vote for it. I so uh, just judging the song personally as you did to start I I really really love this song Uh, I think it's really fun it's really current again um, which obviously we love Um, it sounds like a Chance the Rapper song in fact it actually there is a song that Chance the Rapper did that it sounds quite like Um, (laughs) but also but also I think it's like 
There are certain songs every year that sound like they are the song that's going to kick off the summer. And Eurovision is perfectly placed for those songs because it is early May. A lot of the countries are just, you know, beginning to get the early signs of summer as as the UK has been. And you get one of these songs that I think does just kind of go to people's hearts. Um, it sounds like you're on holiday in like Ibiza or somewhere like that. It sounds lovely. Um, and I... I maybe I have more faith uh, or naivety in people and I think that I think that people will really love this song um and I have initially so when I, I was writing this this morning um and I initially put this song oh are you gonna backtrack no well I initially put this song in sixth place of the finals of the final wild and then i uh took a shower because i wanted to look <laughs> nice and clean on the webcam and i put the song on my bluetooth speaker in the shower and listened to it on loop and loved it even more so it is now entering to the top five of the final wow we are gonna have very different top five. <laughs> well, we did, uh, yeah, because we did this exact same thing in the last episode, I think on the second song, uh, where I put uh, The Roop in the top five yeah. and you didn't even get Not them through. through the semis. Um, well, for anyone keeping track, I am now demoting Lithuania's The Roop down to sixth uh, place. Um, and I am putting uh, Benny Cristo with Kemama in the top five and I'm still kind of working out where they're going to land, but um, mm-hmm. I've got an idea. I'll see where they land at the end. Oh, I don't. I don't have my. I've got a list of seven that I am still, <laughs> and I will be right until the point where you say what is your top five. I yeah, will be rejigging yeah. them in order. I know. And I think I that know. some of them actually. To say, I'm quite glad that you have very different top five to me because some of mine, yeah. I think you're you're going to go. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you mad as well? Because that's why I, I can't decide on it because I can't decide whether I am mad for putting them in my yeah. top five. Well, do you go with your head or your heart, right? Exactly. It's like, uh... am, I, am I putting the songs I like at the top or am I choosing the ones I think will do well? Yeah, hmm. absolutely. Oh, uh, let's move on. We're moving to song number three. It's Estonia, uh, the act Yuku Seviste uh, with the song What Love Is. So we've got another high achiever here. Yuku studied singing and contemporary writing at Berklee College of Music in Massachusetts, where he made the dean's list every semester. Um, he became a patron of UNICEF Estonia, and he also made it to the semi-final of The Voice Russia, where he was mentored by Eurovision icon Annie Lorak. Uh, Yuku also had a stint playing Danny in the Estonian production of Greece. Uh, he's a he's a big fan of playing tennis, going to the gym, and running, which sounds like three of the most boring uh, things you can find on a on a guy's profile on Tinder. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And he was previously named by Kronika magazine as Estonia's sexiest man. Ah! Uh, so he's got a lot going for him. Uh, maybe except the song. Isabel, what do you think of Yukusavis Day's What Love Is? Well, the fact that you've told me that backstory about him being Estonian's sexiest man makes a lot of sense because what I wrote was <laughs> that Estonia have forgotten the age-old motto, 
a handsome man does not a winning Eurovision entry make. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. You can't just stick some fitty up there and think you're going to do well because we see through it. We might be a mm. thirsty audience, but we ain't that thirsty. All right. <laughs> we can get it in other Sometimes. places. So you can't. Sure. That's not going to work. I didn't understand the video. He, the cobwebs on the microphone re- confused me for a very Friend. long time. I couldn't work out if it was like a ghost or if I was seeing things <laughs> to start off with. <laughs> I thought my eyesight had gone weird. Um, also, he has a goatee. No, get rid of that. Have stubble, have, be clean shaven or have a full beard. Goatees are always a no-no. It's a lesson that I think France will uh, be heeding as well later mm, on in this episode. You just wait. Uh, <laughs> you just wait till we get to France. Oh my goodness! A thing or two to say about France. Well, also, I watching it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> am I the only person that thought this? But why do people in music videos wear watches? Interesting. <laughs> why does he have a watch on his wrist? Is it to make it look more normal, like more natural, like he's just walked off the street? But I don't know, I got that in my head and then I couldn't stop staring at his watch and wondering why they put could him in a see, watch. Could you see the time or was it just like... No, it's just a big chunky watch. Just take... Why have you got a watch on though? Why do you need to wear a watch? They're stylish, aren't they? No. Fashionable. No. <laughs> Fashion. To be honest, I can't remember the song. I didn't like it. No, it's not going to qualify. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, Estonia. Bye. Uh, <laughs> so we're moving on to Greece uh, with Stefania or Stefania and the song Supergirl. Uh, so 17-year-old Stefania Liberakakis uh, is also just uh, simply known as Stefania. She's a Greek-Dutch singer, actress and YouTuber. Now, last year we did have a few of those and as far as I'm aware, they didn't really do very well. And I think there is that issue. We talked about it before of, of people having a lot of fans uh, in their countries but they're not necessarily translating to europe wide and and them not being fans because of their music but just being fans because of um, them um she released her first solo single solo single less than two years ago in 2018 um but she also acts she's acted in three dutch movies and acts as the lead Mm -hmm. in a well-known teenage series brug class um should we do you want to have a listen oh yes Stefania with the song Supergirl. Now, you may think a song titled Supergirl is sort of, uh, you know, going to pander to the women empowerment movement. But Stefania in this song has taken the very literal term Supergirl and seems to have written a song about what it would be like to be a superwoman uh, character whilst trying to keep her identity secret, uh, which culminates in her levitating off the ground to get a cat out of a tree whilst the crowd films are on their phones. Oh. So <laughs> it does, it feels to me like an extended audition to be like the next young adult book adaptation star. Um, but you know, each to their own. Isabel, you seem to be enjoying that one. Oh, I love this one so much. <laughs> they have really tried to do Anetta. Like you said, they've tried to do some sort of empowering right. yeah, women's yeah, yeah. song. 
Um, except they've done it with an extremely conventionally attractive woman, which already I'm bored. Okay, do not try and make make <laughs> me think that you are ever the outsider in anything. No, 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 no. No. The video is laugh out loud funny throughout. I watched it four times in a row earlier today <laughs> and laughed out loud every single goddamn time. There are so many, there was just comedy gold. It's like an SNL show. It's incredible. <laughs> it really is. She is insanely attractive, has to hide that she's a superhero, but everyone knows she's a superhero. And then there's a bit in the park that says no superheroes. What? Why does why does no one like superheroes? And you're the only one by the looks of it. There's no other superhero shown. And then the bit where she has to like prove her, you know, she has to push through her embarrassment of, of everyone filming her do her superhero stuff and the big reveal of it being a kitten in a tree. Oh, I screamed the first time I saw it. At, they like, reveal that yelled. so well. It was incredible. It is a absolute dog shit song. It is terrible and would definitely not qualify for the yeah. finals. But oh my God, it's brought me so much joy. It really has. This is the why you watch the semi-finals, yes, everyone. This is why I would not have laughed so hard today if I had not seen that video. Yes. Um, so, well, perhaps Isabel, you will be uh, pleased to hear that she will be returning in 2021. Yes. So, <laughs> so she has the same creative team on board to write another, like, very literal interpretation of a, <laughs> a metaphor. It just makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she's uh, greece failed to qualify in 2016 and 2018 i feel like it's like every other year they're not qualifying and this is definitely that year oh, yeah um, although it may be pushed out uh, as it's going to be moved to 2021 mm. so bless them but it's, it's not qualifying <clears throat> okay isabel we are moving on to song five of the competition and that is Iceland and uh, Daddy or Gangnamid or just Daddy Freya because it's easier to say uh, with the song Think About Things. What can we say about Daddy that hasn't already been said? Oh. Uh, we obviously had our first uh, dalliance with Daddy Freya back in 2017 when he entered the Icelandic national final with the wonderful song Is This Love. Uh, he came second but secured a place in many of our hearts. Um, this time around, he's entered with the song Think About Things, which is a song about his newborn baby and how excited he is about him growing up and being able to talk to him. Well, the song is a real family affair. He's got his wife on the keyboard, his two sisters providing backing vocals, and uh, he even borrowed a vintage microphone from his father to help get the perfect sound. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the last line of his bio on the Eurovision website because it's just lovely. It says, The family-based performance self-consciously plays within Eurovision rules instruments cannot be plugged on in on stage while offering something jubilant and gently triumphant humbly focused on the music daddy frere ends the song as he begins surrounded by his family reaching out to europe oh it's lovely very nice very <laughs> so let's let's have a listen to think about things you can tell me anything in a listen i might even know what to say I'll be there, baby. I can't wait to know. What do you think about things? Believe 
right, that was the lo- lo- that was the lovely Daddy Freya there with Think About Things. Isabel, what do you think about these things? <laughs> oh, he's just lovely, isn't he? He's so lovely. And like you said, um, me, and, me and Roland were, are those insufferable people that every time, you know, he, he got brought up in the last six months, we were like, well, we really liked him back in 2017 with Is This Love? Mm, we've known of him for years. Um, Iceland are always a country I look forward to seeing at the contest because they're not afraid to do something different. Now, that doesn't always mean that they put forward something good. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, they've very rarely done well at the contest. I think in my mind, when I think about like countries, if, if someone said what countries do well at Eurovision all the time, you'd be like, yeah, Sweden. But actually, Iceland don't very often do, do well in the contest, but they put forward something a bit different from time to time, which is always good. Um, they came 10th last year with Hatari, but they've actually failed to qualify for the finals the previous four years. And the last time they did very well was 2009 with Johanna and Is It True, which... When you watch it now, somehow came second. <laughs> somehow <laughs> came second. I have no some idea. Some of those, how. some of those late noughties, early teens ones are, uh, yeah, are must a have been an unimpressive year. But I'm, I'm so glad that this adorable group were finally selected for Eurovision. You know. I think they should have been the entry a couple of years ago, a few years ago, because paper that was put through that year was terrible song. It was awful. Which Daddy actually did do a remix of that song and made it infinitely better. Oh, of so he anything did. he touches this is, a is very really good. talented individual. This is fun, Absolutely. it's silly, but it's still a good song. It has humour, but he has a gorgeous voice. Um this would, I mean, I'm not going to ruin my final my final list, but this would have been in top five. I mean, there is no way this would not have been in the top five of the contest. Um, I, you know, potentially contender for winner. I'm very, very sad that this got cancelled this year because this could have been this could have been Iceland's year and we don't I don't know do you know if they're gonna be back next year if they're gonna represent them well so he has said well so currently there has been no confirmation that he has been invited back as Iceland's entry in 2021 so he himself has said that if they held a national final um like how they were he wouldn't take part but what I would love to see and 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 I think other people would because people have obviously really taken to him is to ha- do what some other countries sometimes do and give daddy five or six songs to perform which then the Icelandic public choose uh, from yeah. he's he's a fairly prolific songwriter song creator so I don't think it will be a problem for him in the next year to come up with five songs uh, and I think that that would be a fair way of still having the song contest because Icelandic people do like their song vakepin or however they pronounce it. Um, and I think that that would be great. And plus then we get five new Daddy Freya songs, which would be lovely. That would be lovely. Yeah, I'd be up for that. That'd be good. <laughs> but there, there hasn't been any announcement yet. So it would be tragic Fingers if Daddy crossed. Freya doesn't Fingers make crossed. it. This could have um, been their year. Yeah, but I agree with you. This is definitely qualifying and this is definitely in my top five. Well done, Daddy Freya. Uh, We are moving on to Moldova uh, with uh, the artist Natalie Gordienko and the song 
prison. Now, Natalie is no stranger to Eurovision. She took part representing Moldova all the way back in 2006. She doesn't look old enough to have done that, but she sung... Yeah, 2006. I checked the date. She was born in 1987, so she would okay. have been 19 on that attempt. Um, but she looks very young right now. Um, I don't know what her skincare routine is, but uh, she's doing very well. Um, yeah, so she sung alongside Arsenium and Connect R back then with the song Loca. Um, so she's back uh, nearly 14 years later. In fact, 14 years later. Uh, Isabel, what are your thoughts? It's the only that, song nothing. I didn't get the whole way through. I normally try to be good and even, you know, not be a brat about it. And even if I don't like a song, I'm like, no, listen to the whole thing. You can't. How are you supposed to judge it if you haven't listened to the whole thing? I couldn't. I just couldn't. It was so boring. It's so dull. And I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. And especially after Daddy and Benny Cristo, like, I think... You know, last year we talked about how there were like maybe two or three like really contemporary songs, like more contemporary than are in like the top 40 charts or whatever. Songs that sound like they're actually, you know, doing things with music that are unusual. And I think that that gap is even more stark this year because there are more songs that are pushing that envelope. And so when you get a song like this that maybe five ten years ago would have been you know really good and people would have liked it and it would have been you know it would have you know made it to the final i think it, it, they just seem even more dated yeah. um and so i think this isn't qualifying no not qualifying at all no way yeah sorry all right let's move on we are going to poland and alicia with empires now alicia is just 17 years old and she won the voice of poland in uh, 2019 last year her song this year is all about how we treat planet earth and life itself she says people tend to build empires and they become blind to what is important they become obsessed and it provides them to and it provides them to distraction but there is hope because we rise and fall it's the circle of life but the question remains why why do we have to repeat the same scenario all the time we build and destroy maybe we should learn it sounds like something a 17 year old would think of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Isabel, what do you think of Poland uh, with the song Empires? I think it's one of the better ones of the ballads this year, but yes. I'm still not interested in it. I couldn't, I, couldn't mm-hmm. hum, I couldn't hum you a note of it right now. True. But do you not think that uh, it, it'll sometimes get ballads get through? It, no, it'll get through. I think it, it's green on my sheet. It's going to get through the semis but it is not going to uh, rank highly in the finals on the night. I think it will be forgotten about. Like you said, in the contrast between this and say Cleopatra from Semi One. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. you know, or even just the, you know, the song right before this one in the semi-finals, Iceland, to go from Iceland to Poland. This or there's Moldova get... in between, but you forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God I did forget about them. Um, it'll just get lost in the noise and the fun of the bigger entries. Or oh, it, it would have, sorry. It would have, because we don't have a Eurovision this year. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's a little Bondy. It's not quite as Bondy as uh, the other one from last, uh, last week. Uh, but it will qualify. In her bio, it says she's very influenced by R&B and soul. And she does actually have a really good voice. But I think... She she's coming back next year um and i think she should maybe do something more in line with like an r&b yes. soul number yeah. rather than this fairly like 
you know, paint by numbers. Oh God, yeah. If she comes, if she comes back with another ballad, I'll be very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Uh, it's I've got it in final at eighteenth place. Uh, kind of, you know, not really making a mark on the leaderboard there. Yeah. We are moving on to uh, one of our favourites, just because they try so hard. It San is Marie, San Marino. San Marino, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, just a couple of letters away from last year's entry, it is not Sir Hat, it's Sen Hit with the song <laughs> Freaky. Uh, now, San Marino have maybe quite smartly looked beyond their borders this year as they have selected Italian singer Senhit to represent them. Senhit has a largely musical theatre background. She's had lead roles in The Lion King in Germany, Hair in Switzerland, Fra- Fame in Italy. Uh, and she herself has actually represented San Marino before. Of course she has. They all have. They all have. No one is <laughs> but new But she doesn't ever. even live there. <laughs> um, so she finished 16th out of 19 in the semi-final and failed to qualify. We are going to listen to Freaky yes. by San Marino. Some people think our love is freaky, freaky, freaky. They say we crazy, I must be faking. But you and I, we like it, freaky, freaky, freaky. Drinks on rooftops and kiss in the dark. That's plenty. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. It's like hypnotic. I did say that like <laughs> that like the I, I, the music video it makes me feel like I'm having a stroke that music video. <laughs> I was um I was slightly hungover this morning when I was writing up uh, my reviews and that one honestly like just ex- <laughs> compounded my headache even more. It's ah. um it, that's a rough music video but uh what do you think as well of freaky 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 uh, san marino loves of my life the greatest nation in the world san marino have qualified <laughs> twice before in their eurovision history you know we talk about san marino a lot on this podcast and even if you hadn't you know you you didn't think you were a eurovision buff but you watched eurovision every year because it's fun you you know that San Marino are the country they're never going to get through. Um, but they have qualified once with Valentina and they've qualified once with Serhat. You know, they're normal to go to people that they they're sing normal. on their songs. <laughs> and you know what? I think this would have been Sen Hit's turn. I think this would have been Sen Hit's turn to make it three times qualifying for the finals. Uh... This is the best song San Marino have ever put forwards. I agree. I agree with you on that. It, it, it's good. I'm glad. I'm glad because it it really is. I'm not saying it is the best song, but it's the best song that San Marino have ever put forwards. And God bless that country because, <laughs> like, they love disco. They clearly love oh, disco. They year love in disco. year out, they are giving us some disco beats, and I am living for it. I just imagine they're in a constant disco in that country. If you yes. visit, it's like, oh, welcome to San Marino. Come join the party. I, you know what? Post lockdown, San Marino is the first place I'm going to visit. 
because you've got to start living your life again and i've always wanted to go and i've never been and i'm gonna go to san marino (laughs) you've got to live your life again you do have to live your life again i want to hear those disco beats i bet if i went i would meet valentina i would meet sarah you'd meet all the big the big singers there just in the local coffee shop uh i i I love it (laughs) I want this to qualify so badly. And I agree with you. This is the best song production-wise and writing-wise that that they have ever entered. And the least mad. The, like, not just... It's the best quality, but also the least mad, which is a very... I mean, that's kind of a wondrous thing for San Marino to put forward. Something that isn't completely bonkers. <laughs> but, right, of your two examples that you just used... Um, Sirhat last year got in on the novelty of his song, right? His deep voice, his bald head, hey, nah, nah, the nah. cheesiness of his song. Right, exactly. Uh, there's no way that that song was as good on, on a pure, like, technical level than this song. But I think that that's why it got in. And I think by upping the production value a certain amount they have reduced their chances of getting into the final. No, the novelty boo. isn't quite there. <laughs> I I love it. I said I love the song, but I think that it's just not going to have the movement behind it that Sir Hat did. It's not great. I mean... No, the, of course like, it's not great. It's San Marino. <laughs> you can't ask for great from San Marino. We ask for this. We ask for San Marino year in, year out. That's what we want them to bring forward. And they have. They've brought it in in the highest production quality they can, they can muster this year. <laughs> they can. But it is still pure San Marino. And I am just in my soul, in my soul, Roland, I know that one year, one goddamn year, <laughs> they will pull an Estonia in 2001 and they will goddamn win it with a song that does not deserve to win it, but they no. deserve it just through grit and muster alone. You know, they <laughs> will confuse us enough with the disco beats <laughs> that the whole world uh-huh. Will, uh-huh. will give them that crown. They, they deserve miscongeniality every year. <laughs> A broken clock is right twice a day exactly. and disco will come back and then they will win. I am rooting okay. for you, San Marino. If you want to make me a citizen, I will put myself forward. I can't sing. <laughs> I can't dance. I was lying earlier about being a quadruple threat. <laughs> I do very little. You're now a double threat, but you don't know what the but other two are. I can, I, can, I can find that talent. I'm a talent seeker. And you've got an appreciation for disco and that's what counts. And an appreciation for San Marino. And that's what really counts. No one loves San Marino more than I do. Uh, I uh, And I would love them to get in the final. I have put them down as non-qualifying. Lies. And I can't change it now. Lies. <laughs> I can't change it now. But we love, we love you, San Marino. Keep on trying. Don't ever give up. <laughs> Please. I it would be a disaster you if you I think you would have got through. Send hit. San Marino. Call me. <laughs> She's the one that's trying to get yes. citizenship. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. We're going to Serbia and uh, the and the band Hurricane with the song Hasta La Vista. Now, we have our Fuego-alike entry of the year. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, I do feel like that song had such an impact that we're going to have Fuego-alikes for many years yeah. to come. And I think they even stole one of her dance moves during <laughs> the live performance. 
But that's not saying anything bad about these women because all three of them are currently university students studying digital marketing, economics and business economy and philology in the Department of Oriental Languages, Literatures and Cultures. So they are some... I think it's like language or like foreign because the first places. two like you can make that sound fancy the first two are bullshit <laughs> degrees you can do them at man met and not get a good job afterwards okay the first okay. two are the sort of degrees that i would have done if i went to university <laughs> only the third one am i impressed by all right okay well you know there's at least one brainy lady in the group but you know they're studying at least um so <laughs> one of the singers ksenia nevich was a backing singer at eurovision in 2015 for the montenegrin entry which was that year represented by her father um and it was one of only two times that montenegro has ever qualified for the final and they finished in 13th place which is montenegro's best ever finish this is serbia however so isabel tell me what do you think of hurricane's song hasta la vista so serbia went sexy for 2020 okay i love that it's in serbian it's one of only 12 non-english songs in this year's contest of 41 songs you know um and it's quite i feel it's quite rare to see a girl group at eurovision no Mm. that doesn't Mm. happen very often Mm. there was the lovely um uh, what were they called? In lights and shadows. The one that was that sounded like Wilson Phillips from a few years ago. I love them. Ogene. Well, we did, we did, ha- yeah, Ogene, and we did have uh, last year sisters from oh, Germany, which God, finished last. I them out. <laughs> so sisters bad. with an exclamation mark in the eye, which really was terrible. Awful. <laughs> so yeah, they go as you said, they're going for an Eleni Fuego vibe, but they've not quite nailed it. I. Um, the songs the songs are right the song's okay it is not fuego levels um and i also think that o- overly overtly sexy women i don't think actually do very well at eurovision unless they are so fierce that they cross all gender and sexuality spectrums like Eleni in 2018. She was sexy camp. Yeah. She was sexy fierce. She was so OTT and owned that stage. And that song was so in- mind-blowingly good that she's she's an icon. She is a fierce, campy, sexy icon. These three ladies, I think, I'm afraid, are a little bit too male gazy with their look. Apart from their drag queen lip fillers which <laughs> at least two out of the three of them have probably the two do with the shit degrees uh, sorry <laughs> no i agree yeah it is that weird thing of like eleni is like almost like a work of art in her level of just like stunning like human level beauty and these three feel like they're like one for the dads here's a bit yeah. of leg here's a bit of boob like they've yeah, made it's, a girl uh, group for straight men it just feels weird which is always a very odd vibe they've just not i know what they were going for but they've missed the mark with it i think that sums it up well as it like it just misses the mark on on like everything like their singing is just slightly off yeah. their performance is slightly off and the songwriting and the and the song itself is slightly off so i agree with you it will get to the final i've got it ending in 23rd place yeah i'd agree with that which is just slightly off all right, thanks, Serbia. Bye. Uh, so we're moving on to Albania with Arilena Ara, Fall from the Sky. Um, 
Arelena is a bright young thing. She's 21 right now, but she won the X Factor Albania at the age of just 14 and is currently one of the coaches on The Voice of Albania. Um, Isabel, do you have any thoughts about Arelena's song? I wrote... Excuse me, Fall From The Sky. I'd put... It's not not that it's a shit Bond song. It's more that Mm. it's like a whiny Bond song. (laughs) I don't quite get it. Okay. I, I I know that I'm a bit biased because I just don't like ballads. I get bored by them. I have just I'm completely disinterested in them as a genre of song as a whole. But this did not stir any emotions inside of me. No, this one for me, I think, was the one that was most on the border. In fact, I did change at one point and put it to qualify, but I now have it to not qualify. It's right on the edge for me. And I I wrote the exact same thing. I'm like, I'm aware that not every song can be a hot guy pop song or a quirky art pop song, but this is so reliant on her live performance that I think I'm going to say this is a non-qualifier and... If she really nailed the vocals, then that might push her through, but it's just too much to rely on to to guarantee a place in the final. So I am saying non-qualifier Albania, sorry. Okay, we're going to move on now. We're going to Armenia with Athena Manukian and the song Chains on You. Uh, Athena participated in junior Eurovision in 20, 2007. Oh, and she, more recently. She all grown up now. <laughs> in 2018, she did a guest live show appearance on the UK version of The X Factor and reached the front page of the Sun newspaper uh, and many other major newspapers and magazines talking about her fierce stage presence. Uh, she amazed the judges, Louis Tomlinson. Louis Tomlinson, Simon Cowell, Robbie Williams, and Ada Field. Uh, let's have a listen to this one, shall we? we go that was athena manukian or was it ariana grande in disguise trying to enter eurovision we just don't know <laughs> isabel what did you think of chains on you christ they're going for it this year Armenia, aren't they? <laughs> Jeez, it's very yeah it's it's ariana singing a rihanna song it's very rihanna-esque got a real dirty beat very fierce video N- uh, nothing like eurovision has seen before you n- no, no other this is not a copycat of anything else uh, well apart from a rihanna song but not it's yeah. not a copycat of another <laughs> eurovision song um the one bit that made me laugh i love it i love it by the way i'm going to prelude this to obviously this song is great are you i'm grinding about listening to this at home it is a great absolute banger of a song coming out from armenia here but when it goes into the chorus, there's a bit where it sounds like she says, I'm yours, only yours, and of course, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like having said that, like about mishearing stuff, I feel like this is the first, maybe one of the first songs, because Benny Cristo kind of leans into it, where 
rap or some approximation of rap mm. really works yeah, at Eurovision. Yeah, normally a big, big no-no at Eurovision. Don't you dare try to rap. Yeah, because they do like, before we've tried to do like rap from New York in the 80s, which is like, my name is Roland yeah. and I'm here to say <laughs> I like pop music in a major way. Whereas... <laughs> Whereas this is like, this is great. And and if this is a sign of things to come, I am very much on board, not just it. because of um, how sexy it all is, but it's, it's very great. sexy. The only the criticism I will give it, though, um, mm. is that I don't think, you know, regardless of what Louis Walsh thinks about her stage presence and how great she is. Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> oh, we were talking about the X Walsh Factor. Didn't have Why the fuck I was, think, is yeah, Louis Tomlinson on the X Factor as well? I think oh so. God, I think so Walsh old. has been dropped. So Walsh old. wasn't in the lineup. I remember the Sharon Osbourne <laughs> days, mate. So, regardless of what anyone thinks about her stage presence, this song shouldn't have been given to her. I feel like this song Ooh. should be sung by someone else. Like, she is very attractive and she's dancey and that's cool. And she looks like Ariana Grande and is sexy. I want this song to be sung by someone who I think can kick my ass. And there is no way this girl can kick my ass. You know, <laughs> Rihanna could kick my she ass. She might be scrappy. You know? I don't know. Those Armenians, they can get scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like when you hear Rihanna see, sing, bitch, better yeah. have my money. You're like, yeah, she yeah, you're fucking like, okay. better have your money. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise she's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that for Mathena, I'm afraid. Mm, great song and she is great. But the combination of the two, I don't buy. But I feel like I'm just being a bit like... Michelle Visage picky now <laughs> about this. Uh, absolutely, yeah, okay. this would qualify for the finals. You know, Armenia have failed to qualify for the finals for the past two years, and this would have 100% seen them through this year. And very, very high up the boards. Very high up the boards. But I'm no spoilers, it? no spoilers. Okay. I, uh, I wondered for a while if this was me going with my head or my heart or somewhere else in my body. But I have also placed this song in the top five. This is entering into the top five. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it's killer enough. It makes an impression and it's different enough. Um, we've got some real great, like good variety of entries this year. And this is just uh, God, yet another just one. Like can you imagine? I mean, I know we get to listen to them all next week anyway, and I know I can still have a drink, but it's going to be on my own. And I can still put on sequins, but it's going to be on my own. And, mm. and I'm still going to be able to dance to them. I know I can do that. But, oh my God, if this was in a bar and I was wasted, oh and I would just be having the best time next Saturday, because there is so many, there are loads of bangers that would have got through to the final. Yeah. There's yeah, enough yeah, bangers for it to be a fucking fun night okay let's move on we are moving on to bulgaria uh with victoria not the swedish one and the song tears getting sober isabel we have another european billy eilish and uh, mm. uh this time uh actually at the time of cancellation of eurovision this was actually number one favorite in the bookies now we've already said Shut this like things things change a lot uh especially you know the the bookies uh, odds were at a time when songs were just released and so there's a lot of movement um but yeah it was number one favorite to win the whole thing Hmm. So this had a lot of I I feel like similar things going for it 
as did Duncan Lawrence's song Arcade. And it had a similar level of hype. Um, it was kind of, it's a pretty conventional ballad, but it had just like enough things about it to make it different yeah. that people were excited about it without having to be like, oh, but I love a ballad. Um, because it was the favorite, should we have a listen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's worth a listen. Some space to cry. Your eyes burn like sugar in my wounds. So I have sweet bruises. In time, I'll forget what you have done. All right, that was uh, Victoria with the song Tears Getting Sober. Isabel, what do you think? Not your standard ballad, is it? Lovely song from Bulgaria there. I think this is what we have come to expect from Bulgaria as well, who I'm going to give some props to now because after failing to qualify for eight out of their first nine years in the contest, they came back with a bang in 2016 with the incredible Polygenova, If Love Was a Crime, a song that I still sing probably on a weekly basis. They then came second in 2017 with Christian Kostov, that lovely little androgynous boy, and who last year, Although the song only came a very respectable 14th in comparison to their top four entries from the previous two years, put forward another great track with Bones. Like this is, I'm I'm really happy to see that Bulgaria are continuing to keep up this strong streak of of quality songs, quality singers, quality production, something a bit different, something interesting. Very, very impressed. A hundred percent, I think it would have got through. I think it would have done well. I haven't got it in my top five. I'm not, I'm happy to, I'm happy to say that. I don't think it would have won. I'm, I am very excited that she is going to be representing Bulgaria again next year because I'm excited to see what she's going to bring. I'm excited to see what Bulgaria are going to bring. I know, and I'm really impressed. Like you know, when it's something that's that's as a as a whole and like v- clearly very polished piece of work, something that she one of those artists that you know, like she had a lot of involvement in the whole process. The music video is really interesting because mm. it's just her sat on a bench, but you know, clearly very creative and original. Um, like you say, it's a ballad, but it's in it's it's different enough to. Um, keep people interested and that's you know if people are going to be producing ballads which you know it's a a genre of music and genre of popular music which probably should have some representation in in Eurovision like this is the future of how they should be for sure Um, so yeah I I agree with you I don't think that it would have probably stayed number one in the odds but it would have been up there and it would have had like it if it did eventually win, it wouldn't have surprised me. I would have probably been disappointed having Same. two songs like that winning year after year. It wouldn't have surprised me, but I have this finishing seventh. Just outside the top five. Yeah. Imp- impressive finish yeah. um, from Bulgaria. Yeah, I'd say about them. I'd say about the same. Top 10, not top five. Yeah, agreed. Uh, good job, Bulgaria. Props to them. Uh, so, uh, let's go to, uh, song 13. It's Denmark with, uh, the 
uh, blandly named Ben and Tan with the soft <laughs> yes. Ben and Tan, so, Dick and Dom, Denmark. <laughs> Dick and Dom, yes, Denmark. Uh, yeah, Denmark are back. And is it a country-infused song? You betcha. Mm-hmm. They love some country there. Uh, as I say, though, for me, uh, this song is about as bland as their names and the name of the song. Uh, Isabel, not that I'm preempting what you're going to say, but what do you think about Ben and Tan and the song? Yes. I personally, I hate a male-female duet just generally it's always sucks the song doesn't fit the outfits that they're wearing the audience would like the say yes say yes say yes bit they don't look like they're having any fun it's another one like if a song like this if you're going to sing a love song where it's a a clearly a couple or what you are portraying as a couple you know with a man and a woman singing it I want them to be having the time of their lives for me to believe it. I want them to be really going for this. You know, like even if it goes a bit wonky, like at the end of um, Yodel It, where he like grabbed her face and gave her a big sloppy kiss on her cheek. <laughs> it was a bit weird. Great. But they were having the time of their lives singing oh, yeah, that song. Yeah. They were having so much fun. These two not having fun. Also, he was born in 2002, and which made me feel sick when I read it. <laughs> That made me feel yes. like I was going to throw up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was actually written by Linnea Deb, who also co-wrote the Eurovision winner Heroes. And actually, listening back, you can really hear that in there. Um, obviously, Heroes will always have a place in my heart, but probably mainly because of the lovely mans. But <laughs> I do think that actually now, the kind of sentiment that was in that song and is in this song feels pretty dated. And yeah. Um, you know, it's it's that kind of like naive, upbeat pop song. And there are pop songs that can do upbeat very well, which like um, Benny Cristo is a good example of that. It's really upbeat, super happy, but it's not naive and overly sweet. Um, so I think while Heroes at the time was perfect, I think if you entered it now, it probably wouldn't oh. do nearly as well. Oh, you're right. uh, but that's fine because it, it was like, what, five years ago. Um, so, yeah, I think that that shows a lot in this. I think it will qualify and I think it will... There's country fans out there for some reason. <laughs> so I think they'll vote it up and I think it will get to 13th place. Oh, no. See, I put through that it would qualify. I think it will do very badly in the finals, though. It will get lost amongst the rest of the noise because their their performance of it if the performance was better it i it would do better you know it's it's denmark they're never going to do horrendously badly i'm sure but but it's one of those songs that on the night of the final when it came on about 30 seconds in you'd be like oh, actually i could do with going to the yeah. loo or top, <laughs> i'm just gonna top my gin up a I'll be back in a minute. like yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, absolutely. And and I will caveat the next, well, however many results with the fact that like I was putting them in a chart and I was becoming more dictated by where the gaps were than where like I... So oh, you've made an actual chart of where oh, everything got, would be in the I've finals. I've got a 20, 26 to 1 chart of, oh my of God, all mad. of the places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll publish that or maybe we can put that on Twitter where, where I would have right. thought. Um, but yeah, at this point, and especially towards the end it was pretty, it was pretty much set in stone but i i used my 
pre-predictions on other songs to guide these so yeah 13th place maybe if i had more options it would have been more like 17th 18th but but there we go uh all right we are gonna go to finland now um, with the artist axel and the song looking back now Finland have only qualified for the final once since 2014. Uh, And actually, since their win with Lorde in 2006, they have never been in the top 10 of the contest and only twice made it higher than 20th place. So actually, you know, Finland are probably one of the lowest scoring countries in Eurovision right now. Mm. Uh, Isabel, are they going to do any better with Axel and the song Looking Back? No. (laughs) okay yeah yeah. no they're not it's very strange isn't it i find it very strange that finland have somehow never learnt anything about music from their nordic neighbors never (laughs) it's It's like they're unwilling to learn anything (laughs) from the countries across the borders from them they are next to sweden next to literally share a border (laughs) with one of the greatest musical countries in the world and yet year after year after year they put forward really crap songs into Eurovision like you said six non-qualifiers most of their qualifying entries sit between 21st and 25th unimpressive forgettable like you don't remember any of them this would be one of those songs I also couldn't stop like this oh my god the styling was mind-blowingly <laughs> bad. So he has this horrible little mustache. He has this insane, like, he's, it's like he's dressed as, mm, you know what? Have you seen, what's that film? Jack Black film, where it's based on a real story about um, a gay funeral mm. director who murders- Yeah, who was a murderer. Who murders an old lady. He looks, the guy singing looks like that Jack Black character but if he was on Star Trek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's a lovely voice. So you mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they have styled him horrendously and the song is bad. I, and I know you hate repetitive songs and this is maybe one of the most repetitive songs oh, I've God, heard in recent yeah. years. It feels like they just got halfway through and went, oh, just repeat the chorus. Do the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like the chorus was repeated 15 times. It is not I good. Quite, I don't, I kind of, actually, you know what? Finland are going to be my new one that I'm actively angry about. <laughs> like, I'm actively angry about them taking part. Why do they bother? Why are they bothering to take part each year if they're going to put forward terrible songs? Or is it just that whoever is in charge at the Finnish TV station has terrible taste in music? Or is this representative of Finland? Tell us, Finnish listeners. <laughs> Am I right to be angry with you as a country (laughs) or just your broadcaster? It's no way Norway, is it? Fuck off, Finland. Fuck off, Finland. Yes, it is. (laughs) It is. It definitely is this year and it has been for many years. And you didn't even like their Lordy entry. No, I hated Lordy. I hated Lordy. I understand why it won. Like that one at least, I understand why it won. But I hated that song and I hated the fact that a novelty act basically won Eurovision. I really didn't enjoy that. But I, apart from that, apart from Lordy, name me any Finnish entry ever, Roland. No. You can't, <laughs> No, can I you? won't. Because <laughs> you can't. No, I can't. I, I couldn't no. name any of them because none of them are memorable. They put forward terrible songs year in, year out. And I feel very sorry for this boy I'm sure he's very nice, but shave off that moustache and change those clothes. 
And change your name. I don't like Axel. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're moving on to, this is interesting. So to Georgia and Torinike Kipiani with a song, Take Me As I Am. Angry Georgia are back and Jesus, are they coming in hard? <laughs> yeah, we are, are going to listen nation. to this. <laughs> we are going to listen to this song. Here we go. How do you Okay, all right, <laughs> that is uh, Toronike Kibiani with Take Me As I Am, which I've only just realised, bizarrely, he loses his hair halfway through that song. Oh my God, it's so confusing the first time you watch the video. I thought it was two different people. I thought it was yeah, different that's band members. And then it took me until later in the, in the video to realise, oh no, it's just that some scenes he has a beard and some scenes he has no beard. And and the hair as well, like he goes completely bald, completely beardless, and then he has hair on top of his head and a beard. What you got to keep consistency, otherwise it confuses <laughs> Continuity. people. Yeah. It's like making yeah. a podcast. One of the things Roland first told me: never have too many voices. And if they, <laughs> if you confused. have to have many voices, they have to sound different because it confuses yeah. people. It's like whenever I listen to any Australian podcast. I, I exhausting to work out who is talking at any one time <laughs> unless Isabel unless he is going to do similar to what that massive homophobe did and on stage <laughs> halfway through shave off his hair and his beard in which case I'm all on board not with the not really with the messaging of the song but the performance at the very least such an odd song he's gone down you know what he's done he's gone down your previously used route right of including many country names Just in the song naming countries. and do- <laughs> Because they'll listen to it and be like, oh, yeah, Englishmen talk great. Oh, yeah, Italian he men said dress Italian. great. Oh. That's me. I'm Italian and I'm going to vote for it. It's very odd. But I do like Angry Georgia. I like it when Georgia get mad. I know you do. I know you do, which is weird. I don't know. So it's he, weird. He <laughs> is weird. So he's tried to enter Eurovision in 2017. And it's worth noting just because of the contrast between the title and the genre of the song. So he tried to enter an industrial techno song titled You Are My Sunshine. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think, because he is coming back next year, so I'm wondering maybe he'll enter like a death metal song entitled Pretty Little Flowers or something like that. Fun! Well, I'm excited for what is going to come in 2021. I, categorically, this would not have got through the semis, okay? I'm not no, deluded. it wouldn't. There is no way. But another one that watching for the first time just fills my heart with joy <laughs> at how mad it was it just feels like he's yelling like three inches from your face that he loves you yes. it's like, okay yes. guy okay um yeah i'm not i felt uncomfortable watching it uh it's not qualifying <laughs> um but you know good on him i guess georgia they're so angry how oh, angry <laughs> All right, let's move on. So we're moving on to song 16. It's Latvia and Samantha Tina with the song Still 
breathing. Now, Samantha, Tina, has been trying to enter Eurovision for a very long time. She's tried six times in total for Latvia and twice for her second home country, Lithuania, being denied in all all previous attempts. And so it feels very tragic that the one time she makes it through a global pandemic thwarts her at the final hurdle. Um, the lyrics to this song were written by Aminata, who previously love represented injected. Eurovision I with Love, love Injected. Song. Oh. Um, this is a song, and I quote, about female empowerment, and it's an ode to women who are held to unrealistically high standards. They're meant to be beautiful at all times while also being perfect mothers and devoted wives, all while working to chase their dreams. The message we can all get behind. Isabel, what do you think of Samantha Tina's Still Breathing? It's another attempt at a camp sexy video, which again, just misses the mark for me. I think, in fact, the whole song does. So if you were, in theory, I should love this, okay? So if you were to, if I'd never seen this, never heard this, and you were to come to me and verbally explain to me the song and the video, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, Latvia, nice, written by Aminata, amazing, I'm on board, I'm on board. And then show me a picture of Samantha, I'd be like, yes, yes, amazing, queen, great, love it. In practice though, it's just not, It's. I found it very confusing. I don't know. It's just not good. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy any of it. I understand what it's trying to do, but I didn't enjoy any of it. I didn't have any fun with the song. I wrote down that it feels like they put all of Lady Gaga's music videos into an AI, which then created <laughs> this song. Because yeah. the, the music video itself is like, it feels like art pop, but then it like they throw in footage which feels like it's like a dove commercial mm. or uh yeah like like a body empowerment thing which has nothing to do with and the again, rest of the video again, you're gonna if you're gonna like singing having insanely conventionally attractive women as your act that is going to put you know putting forward some message about uh, unrealistic beauty standards samantha i have seen old photos of you you also have lip fillers, okay? <laughs> Babes, you've had surgery and that is completely okay and fine. fine. But don't have someone that has very, very clearly had fillers and Botox to sing a song about unrealistic beauty standards, okay? Like, that's just not... I did write here, I wrote here the question, Isabel, as a woman, do you feel like this is a little pandery? Oh my God, a hundred percent. The bit of her when she stood around with like curvy women in their underwear and then she yeah. shoved some chocolate cake in her face. <laughs> oh <May>. no! <laughs> she definitely spat it out like immediately oh, when they called cut I was just very well. disappointed. Like I said, in theory, I should love this. In practice, it is terribly executed. I think it will qualify. No. Oh, interesting. Okay, no. no, I think this will qualify and I think this will get to 14th place. No, I've got, it would not even qualify. I think the audience would be as confused as I am. Wow. Okay. I'm a woman of the people. But interesting. I don't know how, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I'm, we've got near the end and I don't know how our maths have done, but I'm no, assuming we're, we're working out. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to move on to the penultimate uh, song of the night. Um, and it is Portugal uh, with the artist Elisa and the song Medo de Sintir. Um, Isabel, I've not written much, so let's hope you've written something. <laughs> I just wrote Yawn Fest. Yeah, Portugal are like, they have 
moments of brilliance uh, mm. in amongst a lot of dross. <laughs> and we have... Yeah, this one is, again, it's gone back to dross. So I'm just looking forward to them entering something brilliant again in the next two Fingers years, probably. Closed. So come on, Portugal. It's highs and lows with you guys, and we're waiting for the high. So uh, come in. It doesn't qualify. No, no, it would not qualify. No. Okay, so we're going to move to the last song of the night, Switzerland, with the, uh, the, with the artist Guillaume's Tears and the song Répondez-moi. Pretty similar to Responde Si Vous Play, but we'll let them have that one. <laughs> um, so before it was cancelled, before the show was cancelled, Gion's Tears was third in mm. the odds. Now, again, this is one that's right up there that is a big sound alike of last year's Winner Arcade. And it seemed to have the similar momentum as well. Gion himself does seem a little intolerable in his bio <laughs> in, in his in his bio it says i love it when you're a bitch <laughs> in, in his bio it says gion has a deep admiration for cinema is passionate about theater and loves to draw inspiration from museums and art galleries Ugh. old objects also arouse his interest because as a child <laughs> just that he just visited- means he likes like <laughs> An older woman. <laughs> Old objects around. Loves the silver fox. <laughs> you can't oh. call them objects. That's terrible. I didn't. Um, they did. That's no, Blaine Swiss, did, yeah. not me. Um, because, because as a... Well, now you've made this next line sound really terrible. <laughs> because as a child, he visited flea markets with his father. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't mean anything else. Um, we should probably listen to this song. Should we listen to this song? Um, yeah, we should probably should. <laughs> it kind of tells what we're thinking about this song when we're like, I suppose we should. I suppose we should listen do to we the need, song. Do we need to? Would do quite well. No, we should because it would do very well. All right, okay, yeah, let's. Grandira sans été. Grandira sans été. All right, that, that was um, Gion's Tears, and there were a lot of them, with the song Répondez Moi. Uh, Isabel, uh, what do you think of Gion and his tears? So, um, this is one of those songs that, similar to Dunks from last year from the Netherlands, I personally have absolutely no interest in, but for some reason, everyone else loves it. And I will never understand it. It's one of, like, I understand why people like ballads. I understand why people like music that I don't like. I, You know, I'm not a complete brat, although I sound it sometimes. This, it, I, I have no understanding how anyone with an a, ounce of personality can find a song like this enjoyable. I just find it so tedious he is going to represent switzerland next year which i am completely unenthused by um but i think this would have done very well in the contest (laughs) even though i just think it's you hate it no i I agree i agree i think it'll do very well as well i i so and again we don't we're not going to give away our answers until until the very end but i think 
that this will do very well, but I don't think it will do as well as Duncan Lawrence's song last year. Because, just because of the fact that the last four years we've had these real, or the last three years, let's say, we've had these real swings going from Salvador Sobral to Netta to Duncan Lawrence. And I feel like people will tend to move away they'll enjoy a song that is similar to the to the last year's winner but not to the point that they will win twice in a row and it's and it's something that you know it's three years in a row that 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 might um be proven not correct as a trend um but i do think that there are other songs that have more chance of winning that are a lot different a lot more different to last year's winner so i think this is a, obviously an obvious qualifier and a top five finisher for me same 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 yeah yeah not but uh, we don't want it to win uh all right Isabel, that is it cannot win <laughs> it cannot win the contest that's what something to celebrate actually that switzerland to cannot celebrate. win eurovision 2020 with this goddamn awful song John's tears okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so that is the last song of the second semi-final. So by this point in the evening, we would know uh, all of the finalists uh, for Eurovision 2020, which tragically isn't happening. Uh, but we do have three more songs to go through. And it's interesting how um, we have three of the big five left. And I just happen to have three bottom slots open on my chart uh so and again this is kind of left over to what was left over but i'm going to trust my judgment on previous entries and uh uh run with that so the first one we're gonna go with is uh france with tom lieb and the song the best in me Isabel, you were talking earlier about how you can't just rely on a pretty man to win. Don't or rely even on do that body, well. oddy, oddy. <laughs> uh-uh. So, does this apply to France in this case? God, France are so bad at Eurovision. <laughs> Every year, they, along with the UK, you know, I'm I'm absolutely not a UK apologist when it comes to Eurovision, but France, alongside with the UK are a very strong argument for not having a big five who skipped the semis. Because this song, along with most of their other entries, would never make it through the semifinals. They do okay every year, actually. They don't do horrendously badly in the finals. They do okay because they're France, I'm guessing. But this would have been low, low on the final scoreboard this year. I think this would have been one of... France's lowest, um, <laughs> lowest positioned entries in a long time. And if they'd have had to compete in the semifinals, there is no way this song would get through. It is awful. Yeah, I have, um, I wrote, what, five words. I said, very good looking, incredibly bland. And if we have an award, uh, because I've done this full list, I have an award for fu- for last place. And that, this year, does not go to the United Kingdom. Yes. It goes to France, who gets last way. So the wooden spoon, the all of the, the, the whatever comes with it, goes to Tom Lieb and the song The Best enough. In Me. I think that deserves to be in last place. It's a terrible song. I agree. Try out of France and just, I don't know, you're on mainland Europe. Just do do better. There's lots of inspiration. Um, at least the United Kingdom has the excuse of being on an island. It's not an excuse, we but it's something. We have no excuse. <laughs> okay, the second of the big uh, five plus one uh, that we are talking about 
This episode is Spain with the entry, uh, the artist Blas Canto and the song Universo. Um, Isabel, what do you think about this guy? I didn't write any information about him. I put down, I put little, I put very little. I put that it's a, it's a stronger entry for you, for, for Eurovision. <laughs> it's a stronger entry for Spain this year, but I still wouldn't add it to my Eurovision playlist. No. Yeah, it's kind of, it, it's verging on the ones that I actually quite like where they're yes. a little dancey kind of yes, ballady, but, but it, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't go enough. It hard enough. No. Um, and it could have a real dancey beat. And, and this is probably the one of the three that I, that I'm a bit like, mm, it was the last spot that I had available on my chart and maybe it could have yeah, finished higher if I had more time. Yeah. Um, I've put it, finishing 24th place and i feel like potentially actually could have ended there because they are spain and the big five and the big five tend to not do well unless they have a really standout song so Mm. i'm not i i think maybe if i had more choice it might have finished maximum 19th place and really like what's the difference between 24th and 19th yeah, I mean, it doesn't, but i'm yeah. i'm predicting it finished finishing 24th it wouldn't, it wouldn't have done very well no no uh and lastly uh it is the united kingdom with uh james newman and the song my last breath it's john it's it's john newman's less famous brother james everyone with the song <laughs> my last breath it's the uk and it's the last song so i feel like we should have a listen to it shall we have oh, a listen bloody hell go on then it's all good in the good times but i'll still be there when it all goes wrong yes i will if we were deep sea divers That was, uh, what was it? James, it was James Newman was James. with My Last Breath. Uh, is, well, we've, we've spoken about this entry quite a lot in our big preview episode at the start of the season. But, uh, you know, a lot's changed since then. And actually in the context of listening to all of the other songs, uh, you know, it's, it, it changes our opinion of it. So, Isabel, what do you think of this song now? It's still fine. It's still fine. It's better production quality than we've put in in a very long time. It is the road to hopefully much better entries in the future um but it is still a very underwhelming song it's not it's nothing to win we can't put forward songs like this and then kick up a stink and go but we still haven't won eurovision who gives a shit like loads of countries haven't won eurovision san marino have never won eurovision they don't complain okay just keep going keep trying and keep putting forward better songs this is a better song for us. It is not a great song from us, though. It would have done all right. It would have done okay. It would not have been... I mean, it would still be on the right-hand side of the board. It wouldn't have come last. I Well, so I agree. I put this song 25th place, which is second to last. And yeah. actually, I... I think maybe it would sit closer to 20th maybe that's not that's that's me saying it wouldn't have done bad that's in a uk context i mean not in a eurovision context i mean it wouldn't have done badly for the uk for the uk yeah no absolutely no and i and i think like it would have been off of the bottom on its own merit like as you know tom lieb's song the best in me is 
is bad, really bad. And regardless <laughs> of that, I think I think that this song wouldn't have been the lowest scoring entry. And again, that doesn't mean that it's also, even if you're on the bottom, it doesn't mean that it's the worst song. Like, you know, on a technical level, probably last year's entry was better than San Marino's entry, but it, you know, it didn't get the votes. And, and, you know, that's a different thing. So I think that this wouldn't be bottom on its own merit. Uh, and like you say, we're moving in the right direction strategically and stylistically. Mm. Yes. Um, uh, it it just feels like it needs to get there faster. Exactly. Maybe this little break that we've had might make us speed that process Got along. Some time to think about our bad behaviour and what we've done <laughs> and focus a little bit more. <laughs> Okay, Isabel. So that's it. That is all of the songs. We have listened to all of the songs that would have been in Eurovision. That means that we've also listened to the song that would have won Eurovision this year. Oh God, I still don't know what all. to say. I'm still like nervous about my top five. I genuinely, like, when I got to the end of judging the last song, I genuinely got a little bit emotional. I do every year when either at the end of Eurovision or I think like after the second semi-final where I'm like, that's it, this is the Eurovision lineup for this year. This is what is representing Eurovision. And I got a little, I don't know, I just got a little excited when I had my final lineup um, all down on paper. It was very exciting. And, you know, for, as we say, all of the entries that are coming back next year, all of the entries that aren't coming back next year, um, it's so lovely to see everyone entering all of their songs and uh, all the countries either trying or not so um it's going to be exciting next year i think i think it'll be all the more exciting because we've had a year off and uh all the better for it as well but we have the small task to do of supposedly declaring the winner although i don't know <laughs> we've been so we've dis- been really different, different this year really different that that maybe we will be torn on this one yeah and i'm still i'm still generally torn as well but we're gonna go through our top fives from five to one and i think we should probably do we'll both you'll say your five i'll say my five you say your four i'll say my four so that we can reveal our ones at the same time uh do you need a second? <laughs> no, I've 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 put I've put them down. I still don't feel confident in what I've put. Yeah. But I have there is I I I it's the best I'm going to get to. I think. I'm cha- so what I am going to say is not what I have down on my page. Uh, so, well, you is- know what? While you've given you a minute to think about it. Um so when I was texting our friend Stephen Cass, Eurovision rookie, yeah. Uh, he was saying that he thought Switzerland would win. And his reasoning was that Russia, Lithuania and Iceland would have all kind of cancelled each other out as like two big songs. Um, Lithuania being one that I didn't even put through the semifinals. You know, I that was one of the first ones that we disagreed on is that I thought that, that was going to be a, a Portugal 2019 and have everyone raving about it and then go nowhere. But my reasoning as well for not agreeing with with our dear friend, Stephen, is that Switzerland is too close to last year's winning song. And I have done my research, okay? I've got receipts to back up what I'm about to say. It is rare that two similar songs win two years in a row, okay? So if you go back over the last 10 years in Eurovision, 
2010, Lena, Satellites, Slow Twee Pop. 2011, Elle and Nikki, oh my God, that song, Running Scared, that was a pop ballad. 2012, we had Lorene with full on dance track Euro. Um, I po- I, in fact, I wrote Euroforia. Euroforia. <laughs> Aww, Euphoria. Euphoria. <laughs> 2013, Emily DeForest, Only Teardrops. Now we've moved to folky pop music. Again, completely different. Conchita Verse the next year. Operatic Bond song Power Ballad. Year after that, Mans, Heroes, Dance Pop now. Completely different from Conchita. Then the next year, Jamala 1944. I don't even know what genre that song is, but it is not. Mans, and it is not what followed the year after, which was Salvador with that gorgeous jazzy love song. After Salvador, we went for ultimate pop banger, Toys by Netta, followed by Duncan in the Netherlands with the dullest song of all time in 2019. (laughs) Yeah. It's rare that you even see the same gender win two years Mm, in a row, let alone the same genre of song. So to have Duncan last year followed up by a very similar song by another solo male artist this year, I think, no, 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 no. People want a change. Year in, year out, there is clearly a need for something new to to rise to the top of the charts at Eurovision. I agree. Uh, so in that case, Isabel, I've decided whilst you were <laughs> whilst you were making your case, I have worked out uh, what I am doing. So we are going to start with who we think is finishing in fifth place. Isabel, would you like to go first, or shall I? You, I'm nervous. <laughs> so finishing in fifth place this year in 2020 is Russia with Little Big. Okay, Isabel, okay, okay. who do you have finishing in fifth place? So this is the one I felt very nervous about, but I think I'm right. So for num- for fifth place, I have Germany with Violent Thing. Not my wow. favorite song. Oh Nowhere my near my favorite song. I actually didn't like it very much, but I think it would do very well. I think it would be one of those uh, forgettable top fives. Yeah, yeah. I I had that in 11th place, but I did very much enjoy the song. I probably restrained myself from putting it higher. Mm, okay, uh, okay. But good for you. Good for you. All right, we're going to do fourth place. Maybe I'll add okay. some tension music that they so, add well, I'm going to go I'll go places. I'll go first with fourth. All right, then. you're going now. Okay. Cuz for fourth I have Russia Little Big with Uno in at fourth place. So very close top five. I don't think it would be so popular with the judges. I think it would get very high on the the public's vote. Um, But definitely, definitely a top five entry. In fourth place on my chart is... Armenia with the artist Athena Ooh. Manukian with the song Chains on You. Okay. That sexy banger from uh, Armenia there. That's fourth place. Now, third place. We are in the top three. Getting bronze position from me is... The Czech Republic with Benny Cristo and the song Care Mama, no. which... Did not qualify for you, but for me, 
is a third place song. That's wild. <laughs> wild. Okay, okay. I love that song. Very That's a great different. song. So in number three for me, I've got, we said it would do well, but it's not going to win for all those reasons I just said. Switzerland, répondez-moi. Uh, I've got in third yeah. place. Would come close, but nah, you ain't Enough. getting the title. All right, we are going to second place, Isabel. Tell me, who is second? So for my second place, I've bumped a a little bit higher than you have, but I've got Armenia Chains on You in second place. I think, uh, you know what? I kind of flitted between Armenia and Azerbaijan as to who I thought would get top five. Armenia is the stronger of the songs, the stronger of the, the powerful woman yeah songs uh from this yeah from this year um but i think it would be armenia and i think they would do very well so i've put them in second place so in second place i have switzerland and Gion's tears uh with the song Reponde moi uh yeah it's We're gonna very do well similar apart from like the very stark diff- differences in terms of who we think would qualify and wouldn't there's a couple there's a handful of ones that are we are, we completely dif- differ on which, but which are still songs that we're like i like it oh, but for sure, the public for sure, won't for sure, for like sure. w- like obviously our tastes are similar yeah but actually our top five very close and i think i think i think i think we've got the same number one which i'm hoping is not me just thinking with my with my heart rather than my brain this is it is like i put it there and then i was like will it and then i was like fucking russell crowe tweeted about it so my number one is iceland and daddy freya with the song think about things we love you daddy I put it too. I flitted about. I had a top seven that I was just like shifting around, shifting around, shifting around for so long. And I kept thinking, am I just putting it here because I like it, because I like the song, or do you actually think it's going to win? But then when I actually looked through who I thought the top five would be, although there are great songs in that top five, I don't think there is a song in that top five that would pull in bigger scores. I just don't I just don't think it would happen. I don't see Switzerland beating Iceland. I don't see Armenia beating Iceland. I don't see Russia beating Iceland. I don't see either the Czech Republic or Germany, whoever, you know, whoever are the, the differing ones that we have in our top fives beating Iceland. It's just not going to happen. And it's a very specific... Oh, I've just set off my Alexa. So sorry if she starts talking. <laughs> but it's a, very, it's a very specific thing because actually, look, I could see... Um, Armenia getting higher in like the top 40 charts right uh, in the in the hot 100 billboard charts or whatever if Rihanna was singing it Rihanna couldn't sing that's not Eurovision no though. Rihanna couldn't sing think about things right so Daddy Freya one like had a shitload of like people talking about his entry beforehand and he's a very interesting guy very charismatic very fun guy but also musically he's really fucking talented like if you go back and listen to his albums this is what we've talked about but it doesn't you don't even have to go back and listen to his his albums though you know as someone who just watches eurovision the final once a year that's all you know about it this is that perfect mix of fun and kitsch and a little bit camp and silly with good solid music behind it gorgeous voice really nice song 
Wena, 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 Iceland, wena. Oh. Now, of those top five, I think he might be the only one who isn't guaranteed to return, which would be absolutely tragic. So if we need to start a campaign, then let's start it. But um, he's got to come back, hasn't he? Definitely does. Uh, he definitely uh, does. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's it, Isabel. We've worked it out. We've worked out the winner. That's it. Done. Decided. We've Should we email? Done it. You cannot tell <laughs> us we are wrong. Because you cannot prove us wrong, which means we are right, as we said at the beginning of last week's episode. So if you would like to tell us what you think, even if it's wrong, because it's not our <laughs> thoughts, it's ours, yeah. then please do contact us. You can email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or... Or you can tweet us at EuphoriaCast. Isabel, are we going to be back? We're going to be back next week? Yeah, we're going to be back next week. We've got to talk about how Eurovision <laughs> went. Fake Eurovision, non-Eurovision. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. And also, I do have one more, at least one more song in the works. So um, we'll at least be back for that. Okay. We'll definitely be back so, next week. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And this would have been the time where we said enjoy your Eurovision and actually do enjoy your Eurovision yes. because there will be shows on. Enjoy it how you would have done, and um, you know, sending our love out to you on this sad time where there's an absence of Europop, but there is something for us at least. Absolutely. Stay safe. Stay good, be good, enjoy Eurovision. We love you very much. We'll speak to you soon. Goodbye! Bye. Bye.